0: Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist, now a health coach based in Arkansas, who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the 1980s. I think of myself as the queen of Arkansas media. I started this podcast in 2020 to help you live a better life. And today we're doing something totally uncharacteristic. We are re airing a podcast that dropped almost a year ago to the date. It was July 12, 2022, when we aired this episode with Haley Giels, who survived a brutal attack in 2010, and she was able to face her accuser in court. Haley's story is important because it teaches us to fight and that safety means always being alert. It's the second most down loaded episode i've ever had and it's worth airing again this podcast might be triggering for those of you who have suffered an attack and it might be unsuitable for young children you decide share this episode though so we can all be strong and brave like Haley. her episode is coming up right after this I'm such a foodie that when I go to different cities, I like shopping in their grocery stores, especially their smaller markets, kind of to see what they offer, because sometimes things are regional, right? Well, I love walking into grocery stores. It doesn't matter what city I'm in to see that the Ralston Family Farms line of rice, the ones that I've been talking about for over two years on my podcast, uh, it's sold all over the country fact, this product is huge, big in California, big in Florida. And of course, right here in Arkansas, it's big because these are the folks that are right there in the Arkansas River Valley using the water from the Arkansas River, 10 generations of farming. Here are the magical words you need to look up. It's regenerative farming. That's very important for the environment and They've got the really good stuff. They're the ones also with the really good website with recipes. So that's my cooking tip for July. But I want you to check out the different varieties. The basmati is amazing. The jasmine is fragrant. The nature's blend is hearty. The golden rice, 15 minutes you can cook it. The purple rice has protein. And the red rice is a whole grain red rice that's really good. Different options for you. Your family will love it. Get a box of it. Trust me, you'll reach out to me and tell me how much you love it. People tell me that all the time. Go to their website now, ralstonfamilyfarms.com. The most challenging day of the month for me is the day that I record the ads for David's burgers (laughs) because every time my mouth waters and my producer has to go in and, you know, (laughs) edit that. So here we go, guys. Cross your fingers. Wish me luck. I'm going to talk to you about Davis Burgers without my mouth watering, but I bet yours does. Because when you start talking about the grade A choice chuck beef that they purchase in large slabs, the meat is fresh, never frozen. You know it is good. You walk through the stores. There are 10 locations. Some people drive through. My husband and I like to go in, sit down and have a meal because, you know, there aren't a lot of places I eat people that I don't eat outside my home because I'm so picky and I really eat a meat-based diet with a few other things. So the meat I get, I can get it at David's Burgers. You can too. Delicious beef. They even sell now the frozen meats that they get. So my freezer is stocked with things from David's Burgers that I got there in their little freezers that they have at every location. Bubba's family has been flipping burgers a long time. And you might know them in central Arkansas because of the charitable things that they do for adoption and foster care programs. Great people, really friendly employees like that kind. You walk away going, those are the nicest people I've ever seen in my life. And your belly will be full. Davidsburgers.com. I'm looking at some of the books right now that I've ordered from DogTalkTV.com. It's a site where you can buy books about dogs and the proceeds help the local rescues especially here in central arkansas the author of many of the books and the brainchild behind the website is pat becker wallace she's a philanthropist and certified Nadoy dog trainer that's the national association for dog obedience trainers she's devoted her life to helping find forever homes for the dogs but also matching the right breed with the right owner which is paramount in her dedication to animals. She's loved animals all of her life, but helping the dog rescue organizations is her life's goal now. Some of you might recognize her as the host of a national PBS series is called The World of Dogs Biography. She's now writing these books about dogs, partnering with authors to help educate your family, your friends, your grandchildren about the privilege of dog ownership. One of the books, in fact, on her website is written about the dogs at Heifer Ranch and benefits the ranch, which is west of Little Rock in central Arkansas. Go to DogTalkTV.com. I ordered some of the books recently. I'm donating them to my granddaughter's school. I bet you have some creative ways you can help libraries as well. Go to dogtalktv.com now, order the books, and know you're helping the rescues. She won most talkative in high school, and she has been running her mouth ever since. Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast with your host, Lisa Fisher. We're doing the podcast for my home we're recording it because we when we have arkansas guests we like for them to come here and uh, haley is here and we're talking about the date that changed her life forever but there are good things that came out of this date and it was in 2010 because those of us in little rock probably remember it well and it was may 16th tell me what happened to you that day and let's talk about your life and how it's changed since then
1: yes yeah, so you know, that day was just a typical day for me. I It was a Sunday. I got up. I went to church. Um, the thing about me is I've, I've tried to change it a little as I've gotten older, but I was a creature of habit. You know, I went to church. I would come home, um, change clothes. I'd run and go get my groceries for the week, and then I would usually unload and then go meet my either my parents or a friend for dinner or for lunch, and then come home and just kind of regroup because you know I was working and Sunday. What were you
0: doing? What was your career?
1: I, um, I worked at Arkansas Blue Cross and, okay. and Blue Shield. I sold insurance, and okay. um, so you know Sunday was just kind of a day yeah. and needing to regroup to so catch up. Yes, absolutely. And um, I had two roommates in the, in that house, and you know they on Sundays always one of the girls always um, had dinner with her parents. And it was usually, you know, from afternoon until late evening. Um, My other roommate was a teacher and she had a study group. So she was always gone, you know, at dinner and then studying. So that was like my one night just to kind of have to myself and, you know, cook. And I would usually go walk and work out and, you know, all those things. So it was just it was a very typical Sunday.
0: And it was about what time of day did this happen? Was it at noon? I think no. Of it?
1: So I had had lunch with with my cousin okay. that day. Come home, I even took a nap, and I had started. I had started cooking. It was later it was, in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, it was, it was like seven o'clock in the, at night. Oh, and so, gosh. Um, and and I think what's interesting about that is what we found out later is that he had been kind of stalking me and, and figuring out our schedules, and I think he knew. Sundays, you know, this girl's home by herself because, and that was very, that was a pattern.
0: Um, But no, Sunday evening was your time. That was my time. That he knew there was one car in the driveway. Exactly, exactly. And there was one car in the driveway. It was soon. It was. It was mine. Yes, Um, because my
1: other roommate would always park beside or you know uh-huh. in the front of the house or beside me and the other one parked in the garage uh-huh. so um but yes yeah, so I had had lunch I came home I took a little nap and I had started cooking for the week and then I took my dog for a walk and it was I probably it was probably the walk was probably 5 5 30 maybe you know mm-hmm. maybe 6 I don't know because I walked for a while and um, when I was walking that day I had he actually passed me in his car and I didn't I mean I didn't know it But, um, and the car passed, you know, went up the street and then kind of turned into a driveway and backed out and passed me again. And I remember thinking, oh, they must be lost, because he just turned around. So you recognized that there was something aberrant in your walk. Right,
0: I just saw a a car, car. turned
1: Mm -hmm. around, passed me again, didn't think anything of it. Just I just thought, oh, he's lost, you know, like I I, I get lost, you know, going Mm -hmm. places. And so, but then he passed me again, and I thought, well, he's really lost, but didn't think anything of it. And came home. And um, you know, changed into pajamas and was ready to watch. I think back in the day, it was Extreme Makeover Home Edition season yeah. finale. You so, know? Yeah, Sunday. And night, that was yeah. a, That's how I knew what time it was because that had just started, and it was at seven. And Desperate Housewives come on at eight. It was the, <laughs> yes. it was the season finales, and I, yes. so I knew that that was the time. And I was about to turn it on. And I heard a knock, and I I never, ever would have answered my door. We all, we had a rule, and we used to joke, you know, even if it was the little Girl Scouts coming, we wouldn't wouldn't answer if we were home by ourselves. And so, um, but I happened to glance out our side window, and I saw the car in the driveway, and I thought, oh, it must be someone that knows the girls. Because otherwise, people always pulled in the front and walked up the walk. And that was the only reason I went to the door, because I thought it was a friend of the Familiar. A familiar, yeah. yeah. And so I opened the door, and in the door, um, we had two doors. It was a double doors, and it was wooden, one that you you know, could just unlock with your hand, and then the other one, you had to have a key, and it was one of those iron, you yes. know, those glass. Those yes. older homes had those glass uh-huh. with the iron on the front. And so I opened the door. My dog's barking ferociously, because he's holding a dog. And and so I said, he was like, is this your puppy? And I, I couldn't really hear him. And I said, just a minute. And so I... Grabbed my dog, put him in, in his little pen in the, in the kitchen. So you could hear better. Yes, because I couldn't hear. And I wasn't really wanting to open that glass door. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm sorry, what did you say? And he's like, is this your puppy? And I said, oh, no, it's not. You know, thanks for asking, but no. So
0: anything at this point, Haley, that made you think he's up to no good? No, nothing. He looked like one of my best friend's dads.
1: Oh, I mean, I, wow. he, that's what, I mean, I was like, oh, yeah. he just looks like a dad you know nothing holding this little white poodle and um and, and at that time too I didn't clue in that it was the guy that had passed me I right. just didn't cl- you know but um, and you didn't recognize the
0: as being the car that not yet because all I
1: could really see was the top of the car I couldn't see the whole because it was kind of I just couldn't see it there was a bush there and um, I, I could only see the top but um so anyway so he's holding this dog and and I said I'm so sorry it's not mine and then he he hesitated like and then he said, "Oh well, you know, its tags are scratched. There's, there's, I can't, I can't see the tags." And he did have glasses. And I, I remember thinking, "Oh well, poor thing, he can't see." You know, I mean, it was just kind of like one of those minutes where you're like, "Okay, I don't really want to open the door, but I'm going to help him." So I unlocked the door, and I, Lisa, I opened that door. I mean, just a few inches. I mean, enough to just poke my head out, look at the tag, see that someone had him had scratched it with like a knife. And I said, "Oh, I can't read it either." And he said, and then at that moment. He kind of, kind of, something, and I kind of paused, and then he drops the dog, and I see a gloved, um, he had a latex glove on, this hand that had been hidden under the dog, and he grabs the door, and just, and at that moment, I thought, oh no. And his face, too, it shifted. It went from just somebody's dad, you think, to this evil. Evil I mean, eyes, Oh, right? I mean, evil. The most evil I have ever seen in my life. I've I will never, say that. It, it, it's like he was possessed. It, it, it's crazy. And I will never forget it as long as I live. And he opened that door and immediately, like, punched me in the stomach. And, you know, I was immediately on the floor because I, I couldn't breathe because he hit me so hard. And I heard the door slam. And then all of a sudden he had his, you know, knee on top of me. And he starts unloading these things out of his pocket in front of me. And I'm, I'm going, what in the world? And so... Um, he you know starts handcuffing me with behind my back with you know real handcuffs and he starts has this gag and he's trying to stuff this gag in my mouth But he thankfully had forgotten his duct tape that they later found in the car so the gag i kept spitting out which was saving grace were um, you
0: screaming at this point Hayley?
1: i was screaming I did scream, no, no. But I wasn't. I knew no one could hear me. Right. But the thing is, is I was screaming no at myself. It wasn't even at him. Uh, I was so angry. I was so angry, so angry because, I, because I was going, I don't answer my door. And I was going, no, oh. no. Like, please. Like, I, why? Why would I do that? I was so angry with myself. Mm. And then, you know, he kept saying, well, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just here to, you know, take some of your things. And, I, and in my mind, I was going, people that rob you don't come when you're home. Like that doesn't make any sense. You could use that deductive type reasoning even in mm-hmm. high cortisol, high stress. Situations. I did, I did, and and that was in, that was interesting too because I was, um, of course, my heart was racing and I was panicked and I kept telling myself maybe this is just a prank, you know, like because you don't want to believe that this is happening and I kept telling it's myself, denial. It's yeah, our
0: body's way to get yes, through. Yes, and it. I
1: kept it's thinking, denial. okay, this this isn't real. This isn't happening. So this is there's got to be a joke, you know. That I don't understand. And then finally, I was like, no, this is happening. And, and at that point, I was like, okay, I can either just check out mentally and they call that kind of fight or flight yeah you know where you just check out but I was like no we cannot we cannot check out because I all I could think about was I've got something cooking on the stove you really thought that (laughs) I did I thought there's something cooking on the stove I have my dog here my phone is there and I'm going to disappear and they're never going to know what happened to me no one it's going to be like without a trace like she's gone and I was like no this will not happen to me so I fought and he um you know, he kept saying, "I'm just here to rob you and take." You know, I don't even remember what he said. You know, just take take things from me or whatever. And I was like, and I said, "Well, get it and get out." You know, I was mad. Oh, I was mad. No,
0: I was Is yelling. Is your heart beating fast? Telling this right now? Yes. Because probably because I'm talking fast. No, yes. it, my heart's beating fast because yes. I think everyone listening can, and it makes me cry, but it can empathize enough that that could be our daughter or could be mm-hmm. ourselves. Yes. In a vulnerable situation, mm-hmm. because we've all done that, thinking. He did the trick we tell our kids. Now, if the man comes by and offers you candy, don't take it. Yes, yes. And for an adult, the candy's a dog. Yes, and I was walking my dog that day. So he saw me. He knows, and he He, studied me. That's right. That was that was your vulnerability. It's all like if Mm -hmm. you showed me a baby, I would open my door because I want to see a baby. baby. Yes, absolutely. So there, we all have a soft spot to Mm -hmm. us that would make us put our guard down. Going, anyone with a dog can't be bad. That's what psychologically you were saying. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That man with the dog was the most
1: evil man you'd ever seen. Absolutely, to this day. I mean, I have chills even thinking about it. And, yeah. um And so I, I went through that, you know, where it's like, no, I cannot believe I've done this. Too, I've got to, we, I've got to do something.
0: It's time. It's time, it's time, time to, to fight. Yeah,
1: because I'm not going to disappear. And um, I'm trying to even think how. I mean, it was, it, it was. I was in the house with him
0: for about an hour, but I, you know, you have these thoughts constantly and you're just trying to think like, what Were do I thinking, do next? you thinking, what will my parents do without me? How will my roommates go on? Do you go that far? I or do. Or do you think, I do. how am I going to get out of this house? How am it's, I going to get out of It's all of it.
1: I, I kept thinking that my parents are never going to see me again. They're not going to know what happened to their daughter. And I, I couldn't bear that. Yeah. I kept thinking at the time it was my boyfriend. We were not engaged yet, Logan, who's now my husband. Um, But I remember thinking, Lord, I want to marry him. I want to have children. And that's what makes makes me cry is because now I did marry him. And I do have two beautiful children. And I think every day, like, God, I didn't think I was going to get to have this. And so that to me is just... I tell him every Father's Day, every Mother's Day, every wedding <laughs> anniversary, like, I am so glad that I lived to see this oh, life that gosh, we have. Yes. That, so I, I did, and I was praying, like, Lord, if you're not finished with me, please help me to survive this. Like, I, I did, because I didn't want my parents to have that, you know, to not know where I was. And I and I wanted to marry Logan, and I mm. wanted to have a life, you know? I was not mm-hmm. ready. And was he uh, assaulting you at this time? Well, I mean, as soon as he walked in the door, you know, he he punched, he punched me and, he, and, you know, you hit were, me on the ground. And then at that point, he had already hand, he had handcuffed me. He How I, quick? He like, was fast. How quick do you have to get handcuffs out? Oh, he you, was fast. He had it all right there in his pocket. I mean, it was fast because I went down to the ground and he immediately, and I, it's almost like I had a miniature stroke. From I didn't. But right. it's like when you're being attacked, everything just shuts down. Really? Oh, yes. I mean, you just like it's it, it's almost like you don't even is that common with I think victims so, of I think so I mean I I do I mean I, it was almost like my heart stopped and everything just is it because you were trying to regroup thinking I have to have a game plan I don't I don't even know I just think there's something that happens to a person's body in trauma where you just have a moment and then you kind of just you know come come to and you you have to just decide okay am I gonna just blank you know f- fight this or I'm gonna just check out but um So, no, he had not attacked me. I mean, other than the punching me and getting me down, he had hog tied me. He had zip ties. So he wrapped those, you know, as tight as he could around my ankles. And then he tied me with a rope to the handcuffs. So my legs and my hands were behind me. How uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. And he had a blindfold on me, and he kept trying to put the gag in. You know, I kept spinning it out. And I, I remember laying head – I was I was mostly face down most of the time. Um, and I remember he would kneel down beside me trying to – because I was always trying to get out of that rope. And I got out of it at least twice, and I think that that would make him mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every time he would – because he'd walk away, like – like, because I kept thinking, oh, maybe he is robbing me because he keeps leaving. You know, but what he was doing was going to my room, and he was packing a bag. And how he knew it was my room, I still don't know. Other than maybe either he had gotten in our house somehow or pictures, I don't know. But did, he
0: did. You ever think someone had been in your home?
1: I never did. But later on, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later when we when we get to trial. Yeah. Um. One of the ladies had that, that came forward later that he he had she'd been a victim of him, not an attack, but he had been in her home, and um. I, I I thought back about it, um, years. not even then, but years later, and I thought, you know, there were a few times when I would walk the neighborhood and I would stick my keys in my mailbox because I didn't want uh-huh. to carry them.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. that was back, you know, and when we had... Again, you know, right, people would do that. Yeah, like, it, but it, it, so our mailbox was, like, by our house. It wasn't even on the road, you know, and I would just stick them in that yeah. little... And, and my he, could have, roommate, he
0: could have been watching. He could, he could have.
1: Yeah. My roommate said, and it didn't dawn on me till years later. I mean, I didn't even think to bring that up in the trial, but it could have. Because I've always wondered, how did he know that that was my room? Because he had my bag, you know, my little red Pi-Fi bag that I took to the gym. It was hanging on my doorknob,
0: and he packed it. He had been there he'd been he had to have been i mean i don't i don't know he was too familiar he wasn't fumbling through the house wondering no, there which was no there no room. in fact this is
1: what's funny and she will not care my my roommate ashley um that lived there when the police came in later they thought her room was the crime scene because she was she's real messy. Because
0: <laughs> he he made no messes. Oh, sorry, I hate to laugh like that, but I, I have a messy daughter. So <laughs> he
1: made no messes, and they were like in her room. And she, I wasn't, I was still across the street. But um, she was like, "No, that's my room. That's it's this room." Because I mean, it was it, he made no mess at all. But he he was packing a bag. Um, but every time he returned, he would and he would see that
0: I had either untied the you know the, the rope or I was so you could use your your hands. Uh, I, I was just using visually, my hand. Yeah. Usually your hands are behind your back, your legs, you're lying on your stomach, and you're ankles are tied together yes so you could use your hands and to move i'm trying yes, to do it right I was now.
1: i was moving my hands and feet and trying to untie my feet because because my feet were pretty much up by my hands he had bent my feet okay. like like hog they yes. call hog tie yeah, yeah. and and so i was just you know in. i don't know if he just wasn't good at tying rope or what but i was able to get out a couple of times and every time he would come back because he'd come back every few minutes so what was zip tied again to- my my hands were handcuffed and my ankles were zip tied okay. together But then he also had a rope. And then he had a rope tying that together. And Mm. I was never able to get out of the handcuffs or zip ties, but I was able to get out of the rope. And so then I would, like, stand up and hop because I couldn't walk. And at one point I was like, okay, I'm going to hop. And I was like, okay, I'm either going to hop my way to this window and throw myself out this glass wow. or I'm going to hop through the kitchen and hopefully get to the, the garage door where I could maybe unlock it with if, backwards. I mean, how much time did you think you had to do this? None. But but what do you do? Is I don't he, know. You know, you're sitting there and you're like, I can lay here and, and just let him or I can do everything in my That's power right. to fight. fight and so I life. thought, you know what, I'm going to fight. And yeah. I was terrified because I was like, he's going to come back and he's going to see me. And at one point when I was trying to hop through the kitchen... To the garage door, he came back down that hall and he saw me. And I remember I hopped away, and yeah. and I went really hot th- thought you could get yeah, away from I, him. I was no, I was hopping away to go back to the spot to oh, lay down, like oh. hoping that he would not beat me oh. because I was so scared because because he caught me. And he, of course, did he, he did. say anything?
0: Oh, was he, he yelling? Well, he would
1: you? yell. He yelled. You know, did, uh, he, you know, F did word. he know your name? No, no, that, that he never used my name. Really? Yeah, but no. Oh, he said all kinds of horrible things to me, you know, but would beat me just, you know, unmercifully. He, at one point, Threatened, he had a a knife kind of cutter thing, box cutter knife. And he, at one point, because I, you know, I was not complying, I was not doing what he wanted. And at one point, he held it like to my eyeball. And he said, I will, I remember I cried on stand with this, but he said, I will mess you up so much. He was like, they will not know who you are. He was like, I will cut your eyes out. I will, he was like, I will cut your face off. I mean, he. So there are two types of people mm -hmm. one who complies and one who doesn't. You didn't. I didn't. That did scare me, though. (laughs) Okay, that's a pretty. pretty big threat when he threatened that I, I kind of stopped for a little bit you know it didn't keep me from continuing to try to fight but at that moment I you know but no he every I would say I was in the house with him for about an hour and every two to three minutes he beat me within that hour I mean, I was with his fist, or did fist, he have a weapon? He didn't have a weapon. It was fists. And so he had some kind of anger toward I women. I guess yes, fists. Um, he would take my hair and beat my head against the hardwood floor. And you couldn't
0: protect yourself. No, because I had no hands.
1: But I later on the detective said, "Did you bite him?" And I said, "I
0: don't know." And
1: apparently, I had bit the fire out of his stomach. Like, I mean, he said it you like. You got that close to his oh, abdomen? Yeah, because he, you know, if, if, if he came in and I'm down and then I'm up, you know, and he grabs oh, okay. me, you know, and he's, yes. you know, you're, you're fighting with your mouth. You're doing anything you can. And at one point, one of the checkers was like, do you remember biting him? And I said, I don't, I don't know. And he said, well, you did. And it looks like a dog. It looks like a dog bite. And I said, well, good. And he said, it was nasty. And he said, I guess before when he came in, he said his arms were just bloody clawed good and i i mean i clawed i mean i did everything i could yeah you were fighting for your life yes absolutely um but you don't remember i don't don't remember biting him but i think you just do even now
0: you don't i don't remember biting him no but i mean i know i did obviously i mean it was there now let me give the audience just a minute to understand uh your diminutive size you were how tall i'm five foot exactly five okay. foot tall and at the time i'm not yes. gonna ask you, your weight now it doesn't matter you're still very small <laughs> but did you even weigh a hundred because you were yeah just out of college you didn't have two babies i mean you might weigh 102. no I've, wow. I've had two babies but, now but no okay so
1: back back then i weighed about 110 you woo 110 115 i'm calling jenny craig yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um Nothing so no to I, you. I was not big and in fact actually this is very interesting um I'd, i i was thinking back about this the other day I was the strongest and the most fit I have ever been in my life at that very point and you know why and it makes me no listen it makes me cry again because I was doing two a days at that point my my office had a gym for the employees wow. and I was working out after I was doing two a day workouts because I thought that I was getting ready for swimsuit season because mm-hmm. this was in May but I was getting ready to fight yeah God the, big, the biggest yeah, fight in my tension. life and I that was something that I knew mm-hmm that god had done for me because i mean i i mean i really was i was like oh i'm getting ready for swimsuit season and i was strong i was the strongest i've ever been mm. stronger than i am now mm. and and i realize now that i was training to 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 fight for my life
0: I, what size man is he, is he he's, he's so, about six
1: feet tall i mean he's wow, tall and he was a whole
0: foot taller than you yes did. a whole foot taller and i'm weight i'm not sure i mean
1: i would say 180, probably 180 185 180. yeah he went in 200 slim. pounds he was very slim, slim but he he was strong I mean, taller than you yeah did. but and i fought with everything i had but it it didn't seem it didn't i mean yeah. it mattered some but it i mean he a still oh what a bully, still, oh, what what a bully. You know, yeah pick
0: on someone your own size exactly yeah, exactly just, there's so many things we want to say to him oh. now i hate to ask the question but people want to know were you sexually assaulted no i was not and and that's a,
1: that's a good question because um even though, like I said, I was I was knocked unconscious. You know, while I was there, um, I, I kept thinking at those times when i my head was being beaten against the floor. I thought, if I survive this, I'm I'm not going to know who I am. I'm not. I mean, really thought that? I did. I thought if I survive this, my mind is going to be so messed up that I'm not going to know who I am. But to answer your question, no, I was not. But I I it I, is my belief and the beliefs of the detectives that he would have because later when they found the bag that he had packed. Um, he packed my black stiletto patent leather high heels that I had worn to church that day. Weirdo. Um, and to the grocery store, which he worked at that day. Oh. I had warned them. I didn't see him there, but he, they said he worked that day. And I oh, then he went, saw you. I went to that Chanel Kroger. Yeah. Oh. Chill still. I know. Um, he had packed some lacy camisoles and some lacy, you know, under, can they, undergarments. Can the
0: prosecutors charge an in intent? For sexual beauty. They, can, for a sexual they can and they um
1: you know, we can talk about that later too, but you know, they ended up having five charges that held against him. But yeah. they originally started out with about seven or eight. Is that right? And I remember okay. the detective telling me, We're gonna take these off because we only want to charge with what we know. Sure. Understood. And I think that sexual intent for sexual assault yeah. was on there. Um, and No, but the things that he, and he packed more than one. It wasn't like one lacy Camisole and one lacy under, you know, it was several. So that's what makes Did me. Did he
0: think y'all were going to run off together as lovers? I, I mean, think, I it, think truly he
1: was, I was going to be one of those girls that stashed away for a while. Now I, I was wonder, smart. Yeah. I'm wondering, okay, was it going to be stashed for a week uh, and then kill me? Or was it going to be stashed for years? I don't think he intended to kill me that day. But I think Why do you think that? You think he because, wanted to have his why, way with you? Yeah, because why would you pack that many that's changes true. of clothes? That's in true. my mind. Yeah. Because that's, that's I mean, if, if they're gonna rape you and be done, then I think one outfit should yeah. do, I would think. So yeah. I mean it was a, a couple of things. And and it was, but none of it would have been items that I could wear out. It no. was all and it was all things that would have been rape
0: and for sure. The other thing for him to be so familiar with where your panty drawer was exactly. and your closet drawer was. I mean, exactly. It would take anybody a moment to get their bearings. If you, if I came into your home now, Northwest mm-hmm. Arkansas, I'd go. Yeah, where now, yeah, we're all, hey, yes. where, Where's your stuff? Yeah, and exactly. I, you would hear me in there. Mm-hmm. So when you heard him go back there, what did you think he was getting? Well, I was hoping he was robbing me, like he said, because your your mind was hoping. Yeah, right. But I really, I really didn't
1: know. I, I mean, I truly did not go there. Because I, I, that, you're trying that's to, you're
0: a, try to fight for your. Life. That's an, well, no, no,
1: no, that's another thing. Is I, I truly believe that, that the Lord, you know, only allows things to happen to you that He knows you can handle. And I truly don't know that I could have handled sexual assault. I don't know that I,
0: girl, could, you handled a lot as it I, is. I know,
1: but I, I just, I, to this day, I think I don't know if I could have come back from that. Yeah. mentally, and so I'm so thankful. That that didn't happen. We know it would have. Yeah. And I have asked. I'm actually very good friends with both the detectives now, and um, even you know, gosh, what, twelve years later. Yeah. Um, but I asked one of them point blank one time. I said, "Would he have killed me?" And he said, "Oh, honey, absolutely." He said, "No, there is no question." They know in my the mind. mind of that type. Oh, and he of says, I, he said, he says, I think he has, and I think they're, He's like, I am still waiting to find those trophies. I cannot. And they find won't them. be surprised with me. Uh huh.
0: They- and we'll talk about uh, the sentence for the man. And uh, did, have we mentioned his name? His name is Jim Huff. Okay. Yep. And um, yeah, so his
1: sentencing. You can yeah, we can talk about yeah. that whenever. Uh, you but wait, ready. now I
0: need to go through. So um, later, when and I know you had to have therapy because anyone would have to have therapy after this, and uh, I know the Pulaski County Prosecutor has um, people on staff to help victims, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate because a friend of mine was a victim um, yes. and advocates and stuff. So, which is good. So in your counseling then, or in your mind at night, did you lie in bed thinking what could have happened? Oh,
1: yes. And you know, I had a great therapist. Um, his name is gray and, um, wonderful man. He was actually a detective and oh, he, was, I he, he, was, when he was, he was, yeah, with yeah, like a homicide detective. Yeah. And he, um, he was retired from that and he was the, he was a gift to me. Yeah. And
0: no, who better to understand yes. the minds of victims than a homicide right. detective? And I,
1: I'm not gonna lie when when I went to him and was told that he would be the best for me. I was scared because he was a man.
0: Yeah, it took me a while. Oh,
1: it bet. took me a while to feel okay. Yeah. yeah And I remember thinking, okay, I'm going by myself, you know this and, and, yes. and obviously it just took a couple times yes. and I realized I was safe yes. with Gray. but he he helped me so much. Not only just, and it's funny when you start going to therapy, you end up talking about everything else too. It's not just the one thing. And he was so good about helping me with everything going on in my life. And, and it all circled back to the attack, but it, it was more than that. And he, he, I kept saying, I just want to be normal again. And he said, sweetie, you're never going to be normal again. There is no normal He said now. That? Yeah. There, you're, you're never going to be normal yeah. again, but I can help you navigate what the new normal is going to look like. Because it's never going to be what it was. Yeah. Because because this has happened. You know right. you can't erase that yeah. from your your mind. And but he was very good. Because I would say things like, "Well, why did he do this? Mm. Or what if this? And what if that? And he there were a few things that I I really had a hard time with. And he I finally asked him. I said, "Well, what do you think he meant by that? And he he would tell me. And it was,
0: it was it was hard to hear. Difficult to hear. It was very difficult to hear. Why? Because you knew it, but you did it. because it, it was, it was confirming something yeah.
1: sexual that w- w- really yeah. scared me. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, but he was perverted. A, yeah. Very, and very so twisted. And, yes. That and our
0: minds, I, we can't wrap our minds around it. Cause I, I didn't, you, you probably didn't know evil existed. Like no,
1: that. I didn't. And, and that, that's the thing too about, you know, cause I'm, I'm a Christian and I have a, you know, strong relationship with the Lord. And I just don't think that we know it exists, obviously. Yes. I mean, you read your Bible, you know, there, yes. and you have yes. to fight against that and pray against it. But I had never faced it. And I truly don't think a Christian mind can fathom, because we, we really can't. We cannot go to that level of evil. And so too, when, too and that's where I finally have found peace with not having the answers, because sometimes it's like, even if you tried to understand it, you couldn't because I kept saying it wasn't even why me because I didn't want it to happen to somebody else oh, I was I wasn't upset that it was me I was just I just didn't understand why at all why would you do this to any woman you know, young woman walking her dog, just living her life. I wasn't hurting. And that's the thing too, is, you know, my parents always taught me, be careful where you go. Uh-huh. Always be aware me of your too. surroundings, right. you know, make sure that you're safe. And I was, and I'm like, I was in my home. I know. And so that was the other thing. With was the just, iron door and the yes, wood doors. exactly. And, every, and, so, and the dog. And that was, that was the other thing. It was just like, okay, so now I can't even be home and feel safe. You right. know, it was, it was very upsetting. Did you me. think your roommates were going to come in? Did you threaten him with that? Oh, I threatened him with. I, cause I had a, um, like a purity ring that was my grandmother's. And I don't have it on now, but, um, I had it on, and it was—it's a, a three diamond ring, and I always wore it on because I wasn't engaged yet. Right. I wore it on this hand, and 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 I kept saying, "My husband's going to be home at you any point." Because oh. I was scared to say the girls will be home because so I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to take them too." Well
0: He knew that you didn't have a husband. Good to yes. watching you.
1: I get, but I but I was hoping, yeah, sure, you know, because I didn't know at that right. point
0: that he'd been watching.
1: And I said, "My husband's my gonna, husband."
0: We call him Rambo. Yeah, you know, my
1: husband's going to be home any minute. You need to get out of here. You know, and what did and he say? He goes, and he he didn't say anything. And then he went back to the room, and then he came back, and I think. Happy how
0: many trips did he make to your bedroom? girl? Every
1: three or four, I'm telling you, he left me every minute or two, and then you know, every time he came back, I was not where he found me, and then uh, I got beaten. So that I, I lost count of how many times I was beaten. So he was punishing. He was you punishing each time. me because I didn't comply. I don't think there was one time that he left that he, he he that I was where he found me or where he left me. Yeah. And what I think when he when I said my husband will be home any second, you need to you know leave. Mm-hmm. I think what he did is he went to their rooms to make sure there were no men's clothing, because uh, it, oh, because you tell where could you no I could not tell because there was a you would walk you, the family room was up front of the living room and then you would have to walk through um, what was like a little sitting room off of the kitchen yes and then there was like where you would eat and then the kitchen was over here and then there was a hallway okay so no it was down the hall but he came back and he was more angry than ever and he said don't you ever lie to me again and tell me that you have a husband.
0: Okay, he did. He and went our, and I remember saying, he went,
1: okay, okay, because he was yeah, mad. Yeah. And, I mean, that was one of the yeah. maddest I've ever seen him. In that, and I, I've forgotten about that till you brought it up just now. So it
0: started about 7 o'clock. About 7 o'clock, yeah. How, I mean, what was his next step with you? I mean, he, he kept beating you. He kept mm-hmm. grabbing another sock or a shoe or a bracelet yeah. or whatever, yeah. these trinkets. Well, then he comes in with my slippers.
1: Not even, Your like, slippers. my slippers. Okay. Yeah. And he's putting, and I did have pajamas on. I had some boxer shorts and a t-shirt on because I was ready to just chill yeah, for the right. night. I was ready to be done. He's putting my slippers on me. And and you're still on your stomach. I'm still on my stomach um, for like the 10th time because, you know, I've been hopping around trying yeah. to, you know, escape. And I remember yelling because he kept still telling me, I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm just trying to, st-. and I'm like, what, do you think I'm crazy? And I, at that point I had moved the blindfold because um, I, I was rubbing my head against the ground and I had seen my little bag. And I said, if you're not taking me, then why do I need a bag? I mean, I was mad, and I was yelling. And then he started putting the shoes on me. I go, why do I need shoes? And he was like, you need to shut up. He's like, I'm ta-, He goes, I'm taking you to Highway 10, and I'm going to leave you there so that you can't call the police.
0: Which isn't makes that, no sense. Yeah, no, isn't that an odd thing yeah. for him to place you there? Mm-hmm. And that would be your place of absolute refuge that you— you couldn't call anyone for I mean. I guess. I don't know. But I, I, I don't know why he said Highway 10. I've never understood it. And I know he wasn't going to just And leave that's a, me. for those listening, that's a busy highway. Yeah. And it's a I'm going to be on Highway 10. Highway yeah. 10 in Little Rock. So. Yeah. Why he picked that? But, yeah, because okay. I kept saying,
1: "Why? Why do I need shoes?" I was mad. Why do I need shoes? You know, because
0: this was in—is that kind of the Hall High area of Little Rock? Or was that more midtown? It was midtown. I mean, Hall High, yeah. Hall
1: High was was near, but yes, yeah. at midtown. Um, and I, actually, I grew up one street away from the street that he attacked me, oh, and crazy. so it, it ruined it for me because yeah. you know I used to love to drive through my childhood yeah. neighborhood, and it took years for me to make peace to yeah. even go down Mississippi, yeah. which right. was you know. And we learned later, Lisa, you know, that he lived about three blocks from me in the Leewood area, just right over. And I, it just, I can't even believe that. But yeah.
0: What do, I mean, I, we all want to know why he picked you. Was it a blonde thing? Was it? a uh, small, feisty, petite, I mean, mm-hmm. like, was his wife any of these characteristics? No, she was tall and thin and kind of, I,
1: I. this sounds terrible, but kind of mousy, you know, you know, kind yeah, of yeah. gray and, yeah. you know, just kind of, um, but no, we, nobody, I don't think anybody knows. Hmm. I, they they do think it's a hate towards
0: women. Yeah, it is. is. Um, that, that is such vile mm-hmm. that he's expressing in the rage he has yeah. toward an innocent. Yeah. And 20, the, what of the what de- were you, 22, 23? I was 24. Four, okay, I believe. 24, 24 or 25 you know, yeah just out of college and yeah
1: and so um, I was 24 when I was attacked 25 by the time the trial okay. I was trying to, that's why I was having a moment but um, nobody knows and and the detective said you know it could be that you know women have rejected him at some point mm-hmm. and you know they just build up that um, but no so that he so we're there and he's packing the bag and I'm I know at that point great he's taking me I'm, I'm I, I was Shoot. panicking internally and I had In the times that he would return, I was face down, and I was moving that blindfold so I could have, like, one eye out. I was studying his shorts in my mind. And and this is something Could you look
0: back at his face at this point?
1: I couldn't look back at his face because, I mean, I still had the— And I didn't want him to know that I was Uh, looking down. Um, But I had very much the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Um, in my mind the whole time saying things like study his shoes study his shoes study his shorts good. you know And or if I was knocked unconscious I would hear a voice that would say wake up wake up you gotta open your eyes you gotta open your eyes you gotta wake up you gotta wake up and um, and so I did I studied his shoes I studied his shorts I tried to remember and he was white he was white and yes. he had a southern
0: accent or a, no, accent, no, a mild not, accent. I mean anything no. that you
1: could no Matthew is here he okay. was not he okay. was not southern right. he was I'm no. just
0: wondering you know were there things because you didn't see his face so you're going to have to mm-hmm. listen. No, I saw his face when he came in the door. Oh, that's right. But I just right. I didn't keep
1: studying his okay. face. But but what helped me is he looked a lot like one of my friends' dads. And okay. so later on when Your my par- when I see my parents, I said he looked like so and so and she's like, "Okay." Oh. You know, and that okay. helped me okay. kind of remember. Yeah. Um anyway, so he I hear him, are we, he Wait, stayed, is he in
0: sandals or slippers? He was or shoes in and socks,
1: like white socks weirdo? and tennis shoes. Yeah. Okay. White socks and tennis shoes. Yeah. And, and I, I don't remember the, the type of shoe at the time. I did back, I did that night. I was able to like spout it off, I think. really. And I was able to tell them what color shorts he had. I've blocked that out since okay, then. Okay, good. Um, but, and I think I was able to tell them even what color shirt he had on. I, I just had blocked yeah. it out, but he did have on it like a baseball cap kind of thing. But he had glasses on for some glasses. of this. Yes. Did he have them on the whole time I believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he had his his hat, and then he stood me up, and I and I remember thinking, "Great, we're, we're, we're he's about to take Your me. arms are still behind. My you. arms are still behind Feet me. Still z- he, at that point, he cut the zip ties off. He put the slippers on me. The zip okay. ties have been cut off. I am still handcuffed. He undoes one of the handcuffs, and as soon as he undoes it, I start fighting, clawing, doing all the things. And he, of course, at that point, he's standing behind me, and he takes his hands and he strangles me. And at that point, I remember I wasn't facing him; he was behind me. And I remember he did it, and I, it's, it's like you could feel your heart. My heart was slowing. Well, you know, you could, yes, die, die yeah. very easily. My heart was slowing. Were and you I, gasping, choking, I saying I, anything? I couldn't because he was, he was doing it so tightly. I couldn't do anything. I mean, I was trying to fight it, but I remember just, I passed out. Like, I mean, it was like I passed out because, and I remember thinking, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm dead. That's it. I'm dead. And then I, when I came to. Did you crumple to the floor? I don't remember. Okay. I, but when I came to, um he had he was opening the door uh and i because um, this happened you know like probably about 10 steps from the door is there still one handcuff on you it's still one handcuff on me yeah. and um and and i kind of come to and i'm like what in the, and he's like we're leaving and he's and he's he puts his hat on my head and he says we're just gonna walk out of here and he's like and you're not gonna do a thing and he has the box cutter at my throat and, I, and the reason he took the handcuff off is because he wanted one hand to appear that I was, if someone not was restrained. driving by. Not yeah. But he had the other one, you know. Yeah. He wanted it to appear that we were walking out together. Well, as soon as we get out and I hear that, that glass iron door slam, I start screaming Good. and yelling for my neighbor Karen who yes. lived next door and I'm screaming she wasn't home I didn't know screaming screaming because at that point I didn't Were really you saying know. help or we calling somebody's name I was saying Karen Karen help help me I was saying help me help yes, me you know anybody mm-hmm. but I only knew Karen we you know we worked we you yep. know I just didn't know all my other neighbors we would wave if we saw people I didn't know their names yep. and which, she went home, I didn't know. And um so I start screaming. Well, at that point, he starts stabbing me with the box cutter
0: there in front of uh, we we're, we're
1: still in the the walkway, but yes, so he starts stabbing me in the back and in the head. And um, I, yeah, so I mean, I was so you have cuts all over you at this time. Well, not all over, but I had but, like a couple on my back, and then my head had a little a cut that would hurt. But but you know adrenaline, you don't know okay. and that's but that's another thing too. you can say adrenaline, but I still take it back to God because even when he was beating me unmercifully, I remember thinking like as my head was getting blown against the floor in his fist, I remember thinking, gosh, this should hurt more than it does. yeah and Lisa, I promise you I felt a hand like cushioning. Mm. And so I, I, I truly think that, that that God was right there. I mean, I didn't see him. You know, but I heard, and I didn't hear like a loud voice, but I heard it internally. And I do, I do felt I, when my head would hit the floor, I would think, gosh, that should have hurt a little bit worse. Now, to look at me, you would know it it hurt because I was disformed and disfigured and you couldn't, I mean, my head was double the size. I mean, it the bridge of my nose was, I mean, I was black wow. and blue and swollen, but- um but when we, when we got outside I started fighting well he took my hair after he stabbed me and he took me by the, my hair and he smoked my head onto the concrete pavement and oh, then again and then I and gosh. then I'm no, I'm knocked out again so at that point again I didn't you know you don't think about that when you're fighting that they're going to knock you out and take you're you just trying to survive and what I kind of headache did you, you you're saying oh you did it, oh Lisa it was for days mo- no mo- months Verti- vertigo one? he knocked my ear you know you have these little the, ear crystals Yeah. he knocked those so loose it was months of vertigo I had to go um to Dr. Garner um, yeah the ENT yes and he saved me from like the constant
0: throwing up yes and constant, yeah well, it I, feels like you're
1: on the tilt world I couldn't wa- you know you're you know, you're in recovery and you're like I just want to read a book or I just want to watch a movie you or couldn't. I couldn't mm-hmm. I was so sick all the time wow and um and and then later on so he's dragging me by I come to so he knocks me out and I'm sorry I'm jumping around um but he starts I come to and he is dragging me by the arm and the hair through the yard and did you have
0: the long hair you have now
1: I'm thinking back um I believe I still had long hair yes um at some point I know I had trimmed it maybe before the trial, but no,
0: no, I had, I had oh, long hair. Oh, that even hurts. Like everything you're telling me, mm-hmm. I can almost feel it. If yeah. if someone ever pulled my hair, but it was being, all of your it hair. It was all drag. being
1: drug and my arm. So it wasn't just hair. It was arm in hair, but he's dragging me and I come and to are you, a, still,
0: are you yelling again? At well, point? at that
1: point I'm just coming to, and then I start yelling again, help oh, me, help me. It knocked me. you out. When he knocked he me even. out when he hit me oh, on the pavement. And then I'm coming to, again, I, I'm just thankful that I would come to every time because yeah. I mean, what if I didn't? You know, he would yeah. have already taken me. Yeah. And I see a man walking towards me, and at that point, Jim Huff is kicking me into in the um, like the rib cage and in like my kidney area in the back in the back. And we later learned that he kicked me so hard that I passed kidney stones in the ER that night. Um, but, I mean, kicking. <gasps> I don't know if I can cuss on the air, but um the the the, the neighbor. The... The neighbor described it as kicking the s-h-i-t
0: out of me yes um, apple podcast she spelled it <laughs> darren will tell you they have a, they're very picky about their clean reading so oh, now you're fine, you're um, fine. but no he i
1: mean that's what he said he said that was what i walked yeah. into the yard is this man beating the you know what out of this woman and he said what is going on and he said that, that jim huff looked at him and said i'm taking her to rehab and the neighbor said, at that point, I was like, "Okay, is this a dad taking his daughter to rehab? Yeah. Is this a much older boyfriend taking yeah, his daughter?" Yeah. He's like, "I did, or not daughter, his how, girlfriend." How old a guy was he? My neighbor? No, no, uh, Jim Huff. Um, the perpetrator. Jim was at the time, gosh, fifties okay and now he's i think 60s because it's been you know but yeah um he i want to say like 56 okay or so i i you know it's amazing what you block out after i was very sharp on it for years and i've just kind of let it mellow but i want to say it was 54 55 so yeah that would be almost yeah that would be a dad oh definitely a dad's age i mean i was 20 what 24 yeah um so he he was just thinking okay this is a dad taking his daughter to rehab and he said and at that point i was like I don't care what it is this is horrible you don't do this to people but he didn't know so he starts to walk away and of course in my mind I'm like oh my gosh he's leaving you're, you're he's my leaving and so Jim Huff keeps doing what he's doing take, dragging me and he's dragging me and I am looking on the ground and I'm grabbing at tree roots you know anything. with my nails and the bushes anything I'm just trying to, to grab something and at that point when he gets me to the driveway which the driveway is on the side of the house my Lexus was parked it was a sedan um, kind of I don't know how to describe it but it was parked you know toward the front he was parked not directly beside me but like our back tires were kind of or his front tire and my back tire were kind of aligning okay so they were near each other but not side by side he was just a little but not directly behind and he lays me down on the ground and he's trying to open his door and I start crawling because remember my arm's free still I still have a handcuff on but it's the other one's free because he's trying to make me look like you know when we walked out yeah and I see my tire to my sedan and I just wrapped my whole body, my arms, my legs, everything around that tire. And again, you're five feet, all of five feet.
0: Mm-hmm. So you don't have much to wrap around a tire, <laughs> but you are hanging I am, at 110 I am wra- pounds. I am wrapped
1: around this tire, gripping it. That just, was
0: a good move. Cause I just, that was
1: what I saw. And I, cause I mean, the roots were, you know, I had grabbed yeah. everything I could and I saw, okay, there's a tire. This so you are not
0: screaming anymore help. No, I'm not point. screaming
1: anymore. Cause I'm like, there's nothing. I mean, this man knows. And I, mm-hmm. I keep thinking in my head, maybe there's some hope because this man knows that I'm out here. But he walked away, and so at the time, I was thinking... And you didn't know his
0: name or anything? At, not,
1: not at the time, no. His yeah. name was Greg, but um, okay. but I didn't know him at the yeah. time. Well. And I... So I'm wrapping myself around the tire, but I, I was I had lost a lot
0: of strength by then, because I was exhausted, and he was able to... What time of night do you think it was by now? About 8... So 805 you eight for 60 65 minutes, minutes. Yes. I mean without a, a break an hour
1: and it it really was without a break I mean maybe a couple minute breaks every you know because he was back trying to pack but so I he he's able to get me off of the tire and then he, Wait is the food still cooking? Oh yeah the soup I was making vegetable soup
0: <laughs> in August
1: uh, yeah, in May. No, I'm in sorry, May. May. Yeah, this is, we're, but I, we're in but I this just, August. but yeah. I just, May, you know, yeah. I like that's, that, that's what I would take. That's what I would take to work right. for we lunch. Could have had you a know, cool
0: week, that yeah, week.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it was it was simmering on the stove. Okay. Um, and so yeah, I remember what I was making it. I do. And I, your dog?
0: Where was your dog? He at was this
1: still point? in. Well, I thought that maybe he killed him
0: because uh, I was I was
1: terrified. Haley. I did because I I didn't know because you know Bentley was barking, but he but thankfully i I think he would have killed him if I hadn't put him in the little dog pen. Yeah. Um, because. So I'm laying there, and he, he starts to take the um, handcuff off, and he or he's trying to get me in the car. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. He's trying to get me in the car. So are you standing up at this point? Nope, still laying down. Okay. And he's trying to drag me to his car. And I get to like where I'm right under his front tire and all of a sudden he looks up and I think he sees the neighbor coming back and the neighbor's on the phone. Mm-hmm. And that's what was going on is he wasn't leaving me. And later he's oh, he tells me. Hi. He says, Haley, I am so well, he didn't tell me yeah. he called me Haley, but later yeah. on he's like, Sweetheart, I am so sorry. He said, I was not leaving you. I just didn't know and I just good. wanted to get to the police as fast as I could. I didn't know what was I didn't Greg know. Greg
0: would have had sleepless
1: nights. Yes, and he was like, I didn't know if this was your dad. He's like, Either yeah. way, it's a horrible, but yes. I just I didn't that's know. That's right. And he didn't, right. he didn't sure. know. And so he he was on the phone with the police and i think jim huff sees that and he thinks well i'm gonna get stuck with her i'm gonna get caught with her in my car because he's got my vehicle description and he's gonna tell you know if i take her uh, then i'm gonna get pulled over and i'm yeah. you know so yeah. he says well it looks like i'm gonna have to leave you here and he starts undoing the handcuff Isn't that interesting that all of a
0: sudden he abandoned ship mm-hmm. because he got, s- caught. got
1: caught yeah and so he takes off the handcuff he's already you know was trying to put me in the car and then he realizes you know he's coming yeah. back. And he says, don't move. And he was real mean about it. And I was under the tire. I didn't really know it at the time. But then all of a sudden I came to again, you know, because I'm kind of in and out. And I remember hearing this voice that says, roll away, roll away, roll away, roll away. Because I hear his car start. And and he says, don't move. And he he was was hoping he was was going to run over me because he didn't want me to be able to say anything. And again, that voice, Holy Spirit. Don't, yes. roll away, roll away, roll away. So I did, I rolled. And you had
0: no strength at
1: this No point. strength, and my eyes were closed. I don't even, I was like, hopefully I'm rolling in the right direction. So you, the blindfold was, yeah, it yeah, had he, to be. Yeah, because he had wanted to look, me to appear, look compliant. yes. Right. So I'm rolling away, and then all of a sudden I hear the same voice say, open your eyes, open your eyes, look at his tags, look at his tags, look at his tags. And I did, and he was speeding off so fast, and I was so, I couldn't. I saw the car, and at that point, that's when I was like, oh, that's the same car
0: I saw. You did put it together. Finally. But I didn't,
1: I couldn't see the tags. And what, this is another God thing, Lisa. So he drove a kind of a green Explorer. Yeah. And I was able to tell them the year or about the year because before I had graduated college and gotten my Lexus, I had driven a Ford Explorer, a white one that was a 96 and his was a 95, 96. And I was able to identify the year because it looked just like mine. Plus
0: nobody drives a green Explorer. Let's face it. Yeah, a green, Yeah.
1: Exactly. So
0: I mean, the white socks, the shoes. I mean, he yeah, was not it a was, man. He was not of no, pristine taste. No, 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 not at all. And I'm saying that for levity, y'all. Yeah, we're I'm just, not being. We have to laugh. We have right. to Absolutely. laugh. Absolutely. I'm not being sensitive. No, it, at all. Does, it does not.
1: It does not take. But but that. But that's another God thing. Is I don't think I would have been able to say about right. the year if I hadn't driven right. a similar vehicle. Right. Um. So yeah. So then all of a sudden I. I believe I'm standing up. Again, not quite sure. Do you still have the handcuff then? No, he took you it. Took he everything. took everything. He took it because he wanted... well he did he tried to take everything. But But where when- was your bag? in the yard because we dropped it in the fight because you know i'm I'm fighting i'm fighting hard he drops the bag and then his hat because he put his hat on oh he did drop
0: so he left his dna yeah
1: it was on the hat because it fell off my head at some point so the hat's in the yard my bag's in the yard that's all the police needed really no he took the box cutter he took the gag he took the handcuffs left nothing in the house not that i'm aware of um my roommates i did ask them at one point like what did it look like and she said because you
0: never went back right Except to move your stuff okay, out. Okay, so, no,
1: so that night, I walked in for just a brief moment. I don't, I very, very, before I went to the because yard. Because who
0: turned off the soup? You know, I'm still going home.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, no, this is hilarious. So the, so when um, the neighbor meets me in the yard, well, at that point, he's still on the phone. His wife, his sweet wife comes and meets me, and she's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of wondering around. I don't even know what I'm doing. And she goes, okay. And, she, and I, I just looked at her and I said, I don't know him. I didn't know him. I don't know him. And she's like, okay, okay. And I remember saying he killed my dog. He killed my dog. That's what you thought. And, she, and then I said, and I, and my, my, soup, my, I just hid my soup, my soup. And she yeah. was like, what? And I said, I think it's on the stove. Cause I mean, you do, you think of things like, yeah. am I going to burn down the house? Is my dog yeah, dead? Right. And she's like, sweetie, don't worry about that. I'll take care of it. And she goes, you need to come to my house. And so at that point they'd walked me over like, to their were house. You
0: limping at this point? i don't know i don't, don't think know. so
1: i think the adrenaline wow. the, the adrenaline was still there i was able to walk and i remember they got me she had gone to get bentley my dog she had turned my soup off i think she, at that point she found myself how happy were
0: you when you saw your oh baby. i was so
1: thankful because i really did think that he maybe killed him i did and 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 that's another thing because bentley's still alive he's still with me he's 16 he'll be 17 Are in, you serious? or he'll be 16 in september and i always say that dog has seen everything more I than mean, anybody yeah, he has right. seen it all he's been with me because yeah, your boyfriend
0: went with you he went with point. me yeah.
1: yeah I mean so bitley has seen he has seen and heard everything. where was your phone at this point Should it was she on the kitchen it? table yeah. and I think she brought it at some point I used their house phone to call because they get me inside and I remember they, they there was a, a, a navy blue leather chair and she was like please sit down please sit down and I remember saying I am so sorry I am so sorry for my appearance, you know, Southern women. <laughs> I am so sorry for the way I look. I don't usually look like this. I mean, I'm covered in blood. Um, oh you know, and she's like, and she and she's like, please sit down. And I'm like, no, no, I don't wanna and she's like, sit down. And I was like, Okay, yes, ma'am. I mean, she I did not want to dirty dirt your furniture. Crying? No, not at that point, no. And I just kept saying, I didn't know him. I don't know who he was, I didn't know him. And then I tell Greg, you know, my name and he goes, Oh, I know your dad, you know, from high school or something, mm-hmm. or you're an uncle or mm-hmm. and so he hands me their phone i i start spouting off phone numbers you know my parents phone number my boyfriend's phone number. i'm and glad he, you knew it because everything else we have is on our phone exactly well yeah but i mean and it's amazing that my mind could do yeah, it that's and so true. but so they call and i don't think they got a hold of my parents at first they got a hold of logan he immediately starts coming then my dad calls back you know i think they were sitting down to dinner or something i and cannot just didn't. imagine
0: what that phone call was oh. like for a daddy and his little girl yeah um, it's, yeah, it's hard for me as a parent yeah. to hear it.
1: And so I know my mom said that. she. So like, when well, you heard
0: their voices, did I, you break
1: down? I don't even think I talked to them. I think that, that Greg talked to them okay. and said, you need to come. Um, and I know my mom has said, um, it was should have been about a 15, 10, 15-minute 15 drive, and we got there in about four. You yeah. know, So she said, I've never seen your dad drive so fast in my life. But they got there. The ambulance was already there. Um, they came in, and I believe the detectives were arriving about the same time. And I remember the ambulance was trying to, like, you know, help me. And, and the detective said, listen, we know that she's in bad shape. But if we could just get as much information from her right now, we're not trying to be insensitive, but you would not believe what she's going to forget. Once she's on meds, wow. once she's yeah. coming, you know, once yeah. the adrenaline. Yeah. And Shock. so he said, this is not to be insensitive, but if we could get this information, it might help her. And that was
0: in the ambulance? This, the, no, this was still at
1: the, the at, neighbor's at house. At the house, okay. And the ambulance was there, and they're trying to, you know. And so mm-hmm. they everybody agreed, and by that point, my sweet roommates were coming home. And they're coming home to, because remember, I couldn't call them. I didn't know their numbers by heart, even though they are like yeah. my sisters. They were in my phone, but I knew my boyfriend's number. I knew my parents' number. And... They're coming home. They have no clue. One's coming. Bless. She had been out of town actually with her parents. They had gone like to hot springs or so something. So it's eight thirty at this yeah, time. Yeah, eight thirty-nine, maybe even nine so by it's getting, it's now. It's dark. It's dark. In yeah, May in and they're coming home and they're seeing cop cars and ambulance Ugh. and my parents. And at that point, my the, the detectives had said, okay, if your if your parents could walk leave and if um, the the ambulance the the paramedics could leave, just go stand in the driveway. We need to just have her to ourselves with no distractions and he had a recorder they let Bentley stay the dog um but we and they start just asking me all the things and what's really funny about this is I um and none of it's funny but it you have again you have to laugh yes you do right before we went to jury trial you know I'm meeting I've, I've been meeting with my attorneys and all that but we, we were I'm being briefed and, and I'm looking I'm reading pages of this interview that I gave that night first time I'd ever you know, really seen it and it's paid and it, and it is word for word so if you cough your cough is you know recorded and I remember at one point <laughs> he's asking me a question and all of a sudden I say oh he just wants you to pet him and I'm like what am I talking about oh, and it the was dog. the dog the dog was nudging the detective's hand I'm like oh he wants you to pet him you know and I'm just laughing at this Good. you know we're Dude. talking about a brutal attack and then I'm like what is he what am I and I'm like oh it's the dog you know so it's word for word was on this you know and they did they got
0: everything so that's may of 2010 you went to trial when we we had a, several preliminary trials um his arraignment everything so oh, you're there every oh, step had, of the way we had
1: um what did they call it? the bail the bail yeah, hearing that's right and then we had a like a little 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 mini trials where there's other people in there it wasn't just us and then by the end of April, I want to say it was April 26th and 27th um, of 2011. So it was a
0: two-day trial. It was a two-day trial. And they trial. knew, they know about how long the trial will last. They tell yeah. you everyone. Yeah. Because obviously the state versus. Mm-hmm. So the state says, these are all the witnesses we're bringing. Yes. Did he have anybody on his side? I mean, anybody? Well, his wife. Does What was his alibi? I he mean, had no alibi. He had no alibi. He, I mean, he, I mean. It's his DNA all over right. you, he, But
1: I mean, he never, they didn't really put him on the stand ever. And he, he never, um, he, I mean, he just acted like I didn't do it, you know, or, you know, it was, there was never a, I was here or there because they couldn't, I mean, when they, when they finally found, or not three days later, they finally found him. I mean, he was still wearing the shirt that he attacked me in, and my blood was on
0: it. Three days later? Three days later. What? Now, another point that he's a weirdo. He didn't change clothes? He didn't change clothes. Okay, that's odd. Yeah,
1: so my blood was found on his shoes and okay. on his shirt. But when it happened, his wife had been out of town caring for her mother. I don't know where she was, but she had come oh, back. Oh, so he
0: had planned this for when uh, apparently. she
1: was gone. So she had come back the very like 30 minutes before they're knocking on the door saying we have a warrant for this guy's arrest because they had um what do you call the like undercover people watching yeah. him mm-hmm. so um a, a neighbor of his who happened to be a friend of my mother's and mine Um uh, my mom had um always she's always stayed home with us she was an rn and um but then she retired and she stayed home with my brother and i and then my, you know my brother was getting older and she was like i just you know, I don't, he doesn't need me as much, you know, boys, you know, kind of don't need their moms as much as their, you know, their girls, and she's like, I want to just work a little bit, so she went back to the school, and um, to Little Art Christian, and she started working um, as the assistant art teacher, and she got to know this sweet um, lady who was also a teacher's assistant, and they became such good friends, their little desks were by each other in the hall, and got to know her, And, and what's amazing about this connection is, if we had not met her, we would have never found him, I don't think, that quickly because she actually was his across the street neighbor and when she heard the story of me because she's a friend she thought about it for you know a day or so and she couldn't sleep and she said i just kept thinking i know exactly who this person is but i would rather die than a, than a, accuse someone if i'm wrong so her husband at the time um, ran up jim huff's driveway to make sure that the car was, the, was the description, the description. Because she had had some funny things, you know, had seen some weird behavior from him. And and that was, she called. And I remember when she called and she said, I need to, she said, my, my dad answered. And he's like, oh, let me get Becky. And he, she was like, she said, no, I need to talk to you. And he was like, well, that's weird because we don't usually talk. And
0: she wanted to tell my dad. She was the one who told him, I think I've got the man. Yeah. Is there, what does a daddy do at that point? It, oh, a daddy wanted to get in the car. <laughs> that's what and that's Yeah. What oh, it took every. Everything you had to hide the
1: weapons. Oh, pretty much. I mean, was... I, I didn't because I was still on, you know, on right. not even in my right. right mind. But yes, oh, I think it took Were every... you still in the
0: hospital at that point? No,
1: no. Um, in fact, this is a miracle, too. So I, I, I know I'm jumping around a lot, but that night. After they interviewed me, and then the paramedics come in, and they're, you know, trying to, so they're like, please go with us, please go with us. Well, you know, remember I work at Arkansas Blue Cross, yeah, and, you know, we have this joke, you don't ever go in an ambulance, because they'll balance bill you. That's right, that's right.
0: <laughs> and so,
1: it, I mean, you could have your head cut off, you don't go with the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom's an RN, and she said, "If can we take her? And they were like, ma'am, she really needs to go with us. And I'm like, I really don't want to. And they're like, okay, fine, just go with your parents, but please, you know, because I was in bad shape. Um, But my adrenaline was still there. And I remember they were like, well, let's let us take a quick assessment. And they stood me up in this neighbor's home, in Greg and um, Laura's home. And I remember I stood up and they turned me around because they were trying to look at the stab wounds. And I remember there was a mirror on the wall. And I turned around and I looked in that mirror and I thought, who is that? Like, I had no clue. I mean, I was like, that's me? Like, it was unbelievable.
0: How quickly you had swollen and disfigured. Oh, I
1: was, I mean, it was unbelievable. Did you break any teeth? lose any no
0: miraculously no did you have a concussion i would assume yeah yes yeah
1: and um so we so my parents drive me to the er and i remember they called a good friend um and i don't think he would care um but, um, anyways, I, he, he was a doctor there. I don't. I don't want to drop names if I if I can't. But um, you can say uh, whoever. Doctor Benton. Uh, yeah, sure, Bill Benton. Yeah. Anyways, and the, I don't think they would care. But he um, they neonatologist. Called, yes, yeah. yes. But the, he was a Baptist, and they yeah. called. They called him, and they said, "This is what's happened." My da- Bill, and my dad are very, very yeah. close. And he said, He said, "Haley's been-, been attacked, and I am on my way." And he said, "I will be right there. Is that right? And he said, "Park in my spot." He did. Yeah. And so he met he met us he met us at the car with the wheelchair, and I remember going, "Oh, Doctor Minton, I don't need a wheelchair." And yes, I collapsed as soon as because because the adrenaline had finally worn off, and that's when I realized, "Oh my gosh, I am really messed up." And the pain you
0: were the in. The pain.
1: Oh, it all came. I mean, that it was the moment he showed up at that wheelchair, and I remember thinking, "I'm fine. I can walk." And then, he, and I was like, oh gosh, no, I cannot. And so he, he took me back and he never left. I mean, he was there. I mean, the other doctors were treating me, but when they got there, they were like, okay, we've got a broken jaw. We've got a broken wrist. We've got, you know, all these things going on. And they take me in. And I remember the guy, he called me Princess. He went, they was doing my skills. He He's like, it's okay, so Princess. They were so nice to me. They're so, so kind. And he was like, we're just going to, you know, look at your wrist and your jaw. And then they came back and they said, it's a miracle. She is not, she has not one broken bone. Unbelievable. Not, not one. So that's the cushion
0: of every blow, you know, like... The, so that we're detectives. About. So when we see it sometimes in, you know, the documentaries we watch or mm-hmm. the crime shows, sometimes the detectives are at the hospital doing intake, getting in, uh, information. Yes. Had they already done it? They had everything? already done it. They had done that it. That was good that they, they were there. Yeah. they. I really, know it did seem insensitive maybe yeah. to family or mm-hmm. onlookers to think, mm-hmm. get her to a hospital. Yeah. But they were probably doing they, it where you were the most... Mm-hmm. lucid believe right. it or not in your memory was at a point where you could before tell they started happened. giving me drugs and before yeah. they started
1: yes and and i'm actually grateful now i know i will tell you this though they did come to the hospital because i remember when the nurse um was helping me get into my gown and the, the detectives did come and they got my clothes because i was still okay. in the clothes
0: oh yeah you would have to you and would have to have your clothes yeah so
1: they, i remember that they came to my
0: room now were and, you worried then at that point anxious that he was going to come back and hunt you down
1: Oh, yes. Because I was like, he's going to come finish the job. He's
0: mad. Did they have anyone outside your door protecting you? Uh, Well, I was back at my...
1: I, you know, I don't know. How long? I,
0: how long were you in the hospital then?
1: Just through that night. I mean, they I mean, admitted you, or they, you just stayed in the ER? I just stayed in the ER, and oh, I mean, and because because, because remember, miraculously, other yeah, than this true. horrible, that's I true, mean, yes, true. I was black and blue and swollen and everything, yeah. but by God's grace, there was nothing broken. So you went
0: to the Milw, your parents' house. I went to my house. parents'
1: house. So there was really not. Um, no, we had detectives coming and going constantly. I, I mean, and that's the, the the night that that I was attacked. It was not the same detective. That ended up taking my case, and so the two that ended up coming later, um, Detective Martin and um, Detective Hopper, are like the sweet. I they're my good friends still, so, and they
0: have been by my side through all of this. Let me tell you, now we're going back to parents. No, you're your parent, your daddy was up all night that night, oh. and he was up every night. He was he was ready. He was ready at his front door. He was ready. He had rifle, yeah, rifle. And I'm just telling. And, and he's you know a what,
1: my sweet brother too. My, my How sweet, old was he then? Oh gosh! So if I was 24, Jackson would have been 14, and uh, he and he. I think my dad said he because you know he had pocket knives and stuff, and I think yeah. he slept with his knife he did. by the bed because he was ready. They weren't going to let this. They happen. They weren't going to let this. Yeah, and it on was on their watch. Yeah, it was hard. It was very hard. But yes, I was I was home, and I Lisa, I remember I got home that night, and I remember telling my mom I have to take a bath, and she was like, okay, because I he reeked of cigarettes. You were up. Oh, I mean, he, he did. Reek, yeah, oh. and I just I couldn't get that. I just couldn't get day. it. I, I was like, yeah. I have to, and I couldn't. I couldn't. Did do you it. Launch,
0: lose your voice? No, during the
1: screaming. I don't think anything? so. I don't. I mean, maybe a little, yeah. but I don't. I don't even remember. But I just remember I, I had to take a bath, and um, the hospital sent me home with extra scrubs and stuff. And I remember wearing them was because I was so swollen. I mean, you just. God I just man. put on the clean scrubs, and I just went and laid on their couch because
0: I didn't want to go upstairs to my
1: room. Well, I was what, scared.
0: When did the kidney stone present in the ER? I mean, you I start was, saying i mean, Oh, in the pain, I was in pain. horrible pain. Did they do a scan then? Mm-hmm. Did they do an MRI Yeah, or CT they, they did a the scan, yeah.
1: And they were like, oh, she's she's had some stones knocked loose, and she's passing. And they knew what it was. Yeah, right? oh, I was in a lot of pain, yeah. Have
0: you had one since? Um,
1: One since, yes.
0: One or two. Because, you know, I'll hear, you'll hear urologists mm-hmm. say a lot of us have stones. Yeah, but you don't know it. You don't know mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I've had one or two since, but I had never had an issue before that. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he kicked okay. it loose. Okay, so that was in May, 11 months later. You have... Uh, a terrible thing is having to go to a courthouse mm-hmm. to see yeah. the perpetrator because he comes out in uh, yeah. orange jumpsuit and in chain, right. you know, he's absolutely handcuffed, yeah. and he and you have to see him because you think, mm-hmm. what, I can't even believe you're letting that man walk around. Right. But our justice system is that you are innocent until, until proven, proven guilty. guilty. Right. And yeah. so in this two day trial, usually the first person. Often the first person to testify is whoever the intake was at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Is it that wasn't, how they did it? Yeah, that? it wasn't me because no. I
1: was in a room um, with. Yeah, with you're detective. protected. Yeah, and yeah. Until oh, you absolutely. Come out to and um, and, you, and they don't want you to listen to anybody on stand before. Yeah, so it was it was more like the detectives and and to yeah. people that were you know more paperwork
0: yeah. you know kind yeah, of facts stuff. about yes, the story facts, yes. and then. Later, he, it was me. So you did code to testify, and he's, yes, he's and sitting there with the public defender, I would assume. Uh uh-huh.
1: well, No, no, no. He, he hired a, a He hired uh,
0: Jack Lasseter. Did he really? Yes, he did. I guess they I'd had to. I'd it was,
1: it was, and that made me so angry. How oh, did it, he
0: have the money for Jack Lasseter?
1: That's something with that. They probably redid their house, you know, their house oh, or whatever. Yeah, but this is another thing, too, and I'll, I'll jump right back, but when we went to the bail hearing, um they you know I was like oh he's gonna get out he's gonna get out because you thought that? yeah because I mean I was like they're not gonna set his bail that high well what's crazy is oh, about a week before that a doctor had been murdered in South Arkansas and that murderer's bail was set at one million and I went to the bail hearing I did not want to it was like you know like a week you know whatever yeah. I was black and blue they were like you have to go that judge has to see you yeah that, ju- that judge was a woman. And I was on like the third row, and it was horrible seeing him. I I was so can't imagine. And she set his bail at two million, and he did not. Yeah, so I'm sitting here going, okay, murderer's bail is set at one million a week ago, and my guys. So that's God too. That's another God. Who, thing. Was that Judge
0: Gray? Who is? Um, um,
1: I can judge, judge Wright was my judge on the on, for the for the trial, trial but okay, for I don't, the remember, hearing, don't remember. I don't remember who the Good. judge was, but it was a woman. Good. And I'm And they not. and they um. They set that bail, but so yeah, we are we're at $2 trial. Million. Two million dollars, and he did not get out. But he did hire Jack Lasseter and I remember being so distraught over that because I'm like, great, he hired a good attorney. My yeah. my attorneys though were amazing. Two women, Jill Jill Kants and Barbara Mariani, yeah, and they are pit bulls in the courtroom yeah
0: and I am so blessed and and for people listening so you have a prosecuting attorney who's not that he's just a figurehead but Mm -hmm. he has a team of people who come and especially in cases like this and my friend who uh, this is reason I'm acquainted plus being in the media knowing a little bit about it you have other people come out so they handpick somebody Mm -hmm. who it was perfect to have a woman you know represent you and two women, and the, they're bulldogs. They were bulldogs. They were, and they, Good.
1: they They fought hard for me. But yeah, so I was I was on the stand, but it wasn't the, I wasn't the first. And I remember I came out, and um, I had a victim, of all things, you have a victim witness coordinator. Did you yeah. even know there yeah. was? Yeah, that's right. And she was the kindest, sweetest, and she, I, I Was walked, her name Lisa? Her name was Susie. Okay, I remember a Lisa in that uh, office yeah. who did the same thing. Susie, and she, she looked like me. She was blonde. You know, mm-hmm. she was about, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. She was so sweet. And she, I remember I started walking, and then I panicked. Because I was terrified of see. because at trial, you know, all I'd seen him was in these orange jumpsuits. Yeah. Well, in trial, he's in a suit. That's right. And tie, and that was when I had to get sworn in. Right. I, I had Detective Martin go in and hold my hand because I couldn't, I was like, I can't go in did there. Did you feel like
0: you were going to crumble? It's I true. felt like
1: he was going to come at me.
0: You did. Because he didn't, he
1: didn't seem, when they're not in the jumpsuit, they seem free. Like uh, they could yeah. do whatever well, they want. they kind of good. I mean. And I was terrified. I was like, he's going to attack me. And so Detective Martin held my hand when I got sworn in and then walked me back. And I, I got, I, I went back in there and bawled, bawled my eyes out. Because I was just like, I can't, I cannot do this.
0: So that was, and then how long, so were you, wait, were you called to testify then? After, So I had already been with him once because I had to get sworn in. Oh, that's and right. And then I had to go back to the room that's and then
1: right. they start calling people. And I, I've seeing him once was enough. And yeah. then, so I, I, you know, pull myself together and then I'm walking out and then I stop. And then I tell Susie, I can't do this. And she says, yes, you can. You have to do this. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I, I did. I walked up there. And then we had a recess for lunch. And then I had to go back on the stand. And I was like, why do I have to do this twice? But I did. And, um, it, you know, it. I'm glad I did it. But I really, I don't even know if did I Did you could cry lo- telling the story? Oh, yes, I did. Especially when, um... They asked me about the box cutter and when he threatened, you know, cut my face, and and I cried. I think I cried a couple of times. Yeah, it was hard, and I I, I think I talked to the jury. I don't. I really tried not to look at him. I had a very hard time. I couldn't look at him um so I was the jury
0: moved by your I think so
1: they were they were all when I was talking they were all nodding nodding. yeah I was I was mostly talking to either whoever was talking you know whatever attorney was so then you're cross-examined by Jack Glassman oh yes and And that made me okay I wanted to
0: how did they pick something like this apart
1: oh I don't even remember but I wanted to punch him in the face I I was so I mean he just he wasn't horrible to me but he I think at one point I had said Oh, I think he had a green explorer. And then I said, maybe teal. And then he was like, oh, so teal. Yeah, so you didn't know. You yeah. Like yeah, something. Because I was, again, very, I yeah. mean, but it was, I was like, it wasn't a pretty green. So I was kind of be like, right. it was like teal. I don't know. And he was like, oh, so was it, you know, he, he anything, he was he trying to twist yourself. my words. Yeah. And I just remember... I was like you know what i'm just going because i had read through what i had said and i was going to say you know what i had had my head beaten in and i was just trying to describe what i remember and i mean i was i was strong on there but he yeah he made me really angry and that yeah. was another thing you know you were like you kept questioning like why this happened i kept questioning like how in the world would somebody defend that you know and you know people treat trying to tell me well you you have to you know we that's live our in america justice That's, system. that's our justice. Right. but I, I couldn't that that made me angry
0: my dad was a uh, defense attorney yeah. so he would have to explain to me some the same reasoning yes. i had with you and he said well everyone does it deserves the right to a fair trial a fair trial fair and speedy trial right. as part of our constitutional mm-hmm. protection and he said in a fair trial we're just looking at anything yeah and even though i said i would say to my dad do you do they admit to you if they did the crime he goes never he goes that's never. not what yeah. my job is not to convict him that's the jury's job that's is jury's to try yeah. he said my job is to represent him to the best mm-hmm. of the law so yeah you know, he had he had no remorse i mean
1: jim have never had remorse he never he never showed any so
0: two day trial two when day trial. did they uh, go to deliberate do you remember the time of day? On that oh, second it was day? definitely it was
1: definitely after lunch. Um, they in that was talk about just your heart beating out I of your chest can't even because matter. you just think, okay, is he going to get away with this? Right? Is he going to be gone for just two years? Like, I mean, oh, you don't physically know. Physically sick. Oh, I was yeah. ill. I mean, it was. I just, yes, but then they came back, and when they, you know, when they came back with it, it was, I mean, Lisa. She wrote, down, so I wrote it down, down. I wrote it down right, because down. I can't keep it Wait, all write, straight. So, he. So right. remember, they, they tried to throw about seven or eight things at him. The, yeah. There were five that stuck. Life without parole for kidnapping, because he took me out of my home, and he was trying to get me in the car. Yeah. The only reason it didn't work out is because the neighbor intervened. Forty years for aggravated burglary. Because he took things. Yes. Uh, 40 years for ag-
0: aggravated robbery. Are those consecutive? Do they say in that, it, what, do they add it all up and then it's life? I mean, yeah, life it, is it's life, consecutive. But it's, it's
1: 132 years. But, wow. pl- but they said 92 years plus life with no parole. But so we've got life without parole for kidnapping, 40 years for aggravated bur- burglary, 40 years for aggravated robbery, 6 years for terroristic threatening, and 6 years for battery, second degree battery. And you know you add that up, and any remorse from his face at all? Absolutely no remorse, um, none whatsoever. And I mean, they would even show pictures, you know, like yeah. of me,
0: yeah,
1: um, because they had those the are, those and, are difficult to, and, to yeah. see. And he he would look at them, and it just it made me cringe because I'm like, he's proud, he's proud of that work. He would he wouldn't smile, but he wasn't like grimacing. He was like, oh yeah. I Is he see in it.
0: maximum security in the state of Arkansas? I believe so. Yes. And do you? have to hear if he it was he in solitary confinement or at one point, pop? at one point he
1: was because they were trying to protect him because before all this you know happened you know i think they um i know at one point he was in solitary because i think that you know when people find out that you're in prison for or in jail for yeah. you know beating women or yeah. you know whatever some people come after you there's a hierarchy believe yeah. it or not yeah there, there, is, is there is there is a you know code, among, code, among and, th- code amongst thieves and, or what do you yes. call it but yeah it's, so i think at one point he was in solitary but not not now no. well do they notify you if he goes back to general pop
0: Gen pop, they, they used to do they that. They did. I would get moved. calls. Yeah. What was it That's called? There's
1: a. Um, it's an acronym, and I can't think of what the yeah, acronym is. talking about. Is, but they will. They will. I can't mm. remember. It's been so long. But they would call. They would call me, and I would get so tired of. You. But it's 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 good. You know. You so know.
0: life without means you do not have to see the parole board. We'll Ever. We'll never see this man. Aren't no. you
1: thankful? Oh, I'm so thankful because I mean,
0: what, could you imagine? Because he couldn't get the death penalty, no. obviously, for these things. These but things, this is yeah. this is. The next thing this is
1: the next thing and i mean no, life
0: without life without parole because people who have the possibility of parole means you could walk you someone could, walk. could find a thread mm-hmm. and, and years later
1: story. like two years later he did try to um what do you call petition that? yeah or uh, an
0: appeal appeal, appeal. Yeah. yes
1: appeal thank you and. It didn't go through but i mean I, of course panic i Well, see they have that. to
0: notify you yeah for all that too. and I've, yep. of
1: course i'm calling you know i've got my my detective friends and uh, you know i call him what does this mean he's like he's just they're just grabbing it okay we're going
0: to wrap this up yes. with a sweet um part of this story uh because he's a friend of mine and the reason you know the story is kind of close to some of us who are in the media is because we had a friend who was murdered in 2008 and present yes and uh, she was channel seven and you know just we're very 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 good friends and with that, we had one of the Channel Seven reporters, who's now working for the state of Arkansas. In fact, yeah. Jason Peterson, who reached out to you, and yes. he wrote something to you that I've I've never forgotten since I've heard it. And. I even, he sent me a picture of it because he even has it. So tell me yes. what it was he said. So
1: Jason, the whole Channel 17 was just wonderful to me. And I think that they, they were very sensitive to it because of what happened. Yeah. To so Purchase Anne's Ann. attack
0: was in 08. Yes. Her trial was in 09. Yes. So it was yours very was very close. Yes. It,
1: was, it, it, it hit very close That's to her? home. And they were so respectful. I, um, Randy Dixon, all of yes. them. They were so respectful. I remember. And um, Jason sent me a note and it said, there are many more men. I'm gonna try not to cry. Um, there are many more men that would choose to die for you than would choose to hurt you. Please believe this; it is true, and it, it has never left me. I framed it in my house because that took years for me to not believe that every man that walked towards me was going to hurt me. And Gray helped me with that, but but Jason's note it 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 never left my mind because I thought, okay, I have to believe this because you don't you know that it will change your well, the way you people. Well, let's get everybody, everybody up to
0: date. Your mom. I'm a mom. You married
1: Logan. I married Logan. You've been married how um, long now? Um, it will be twelve years this August. So it was right after you got married right after that trial? Uh yeah. So or no, did I say twelve? Yeah. Eleven. I'm sorry. Eleven years. I'm sorry. No, eleven years. Yeah. Eleven years. I'm sorry. I was thinking twelve because the trial was twelve. No, so we got we got engaged. The trial happened. Sorry Logan, we we've married eleven years. Um (laughs) um, but no, the trial happened and then we that was in um April, the end of April, and we got engaged in January. So it was a little bit of time. Yeah.
0: Um, And then we got married. Two babies.
1: Two babies, yes. Little boy and little girl. And
0: I want to know, do you
1: live in fear now? Oh, Lisa. You know, I lived in fear for years. And there are moments, because I have had two run-ins since then, trafficking type things that have happened to me, oh. but I would not have caught those if I didn't live. Um, I, I'm always looking at my surroundings. You I are. Am always I know what kind of vehicles part next to me. I don't walk in unless someone else is walking, and I'm very and
0: calculated.
1: You- Yes. And but I do not live in fear anymore. No. Good. It took years before I would spend the night by myself in my own home even after being married. Yeah. Um it was a big deal if Logan was out of town, I'd go stay at my in-laws, I'd go stay with my friend, but I I do it now. And I'm um I know how to protect myself. I've taken lots of self-defense. I you know, I have I have ways to protect myself and I'm I'm very confident in that. Um but no, it it I it took it took years. It it will take healing and you have to um actively pursue it whether it's a therapy therapist or you know prayer or whatnot but you will get past it you, you just have to have the find the strength to know that you cannot live your life in fear
0: and your message then to, to yes. women not be a victim
1: yeah don't be a victim don't answer don't answer your door if you don't know who it is You're right. I knew better and also don't be scared like don't try not to um to shut down if you are being attacked you fight you fight for okay. your life because you know what you have a even if they're going to hurt you there, you you would rather them do what they're going to do right there in that moment than to take you somewhere else. You never want to get, um, you don't ever want to go to the second destination ever. And I would just say, don't be afraid to offend people. You know, in the South, we want to be hospitable and kind, but if someone is making you uncomfortable, you stand up for yourself. And if if you've offended them, you know what? If they're a good person, they will they will applaud you. And if they're not, then you need to offend them. And I, I too would just say that this was a very dark thing. I mean, this was pure evil and I faced it, but I have seen the goodness of God in all of this and I have seen the dark, I've seen the light come from the dark and you, um, a lot of people I think would maybe hold on to that dark and just let that rule their life. Um, but I, I, I had God and I, I chose to let him make this, take this horrible thing and make it into something good. I mean, this man is put away for life. He is not gonna do this to anybody else. And there were so many women that came forward that he had hurt before. Um, not to the extent of me. It's it's a progressive thing. And they kept saying, I'm so sad that I didn't come forward sooner. Mm. And, and so I knew, even though I didn't want to go. I mean, you, some days I was being drug out the door because I did not want to go. But I knew I had to. I knew I had to do it.
0: For the other? Women. No.
1: He, I was like, he will not do this again. I will not allow it. So... Just know that if if you're the victim of something horrendous, um, it will get better. But you you do have to actively work on it. It's not going to get better on its own. But God can redeem that and he can take the most horrible situation and you can look back and and eventually see all the things, all the ways that he had his hand in it. And he will will make it better.
0: This is what we call mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) We're done. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and download all the episodes and leave a review, won't you? The Lisa Fisher Said Podcast is produced by ClantonCreative.com.